Welcome to Health with Hashimoto's, a podcast for you if you are diagnosed with Hashimoto's, wondering if you might have thyroid problems, or you're at risk for this autoimmune issue because of genetics. Exhausted and overwhelmed, you long to feel like yourself again, but you don't know where to start. Welcome to the Exhausted Mom's Path to Whole Health. Hi, I'm Esther. I am a registered nurse, and after 17 years in emergency departments around the country, I grew fed up by the system that only looks at symptoms and slaps short-term band-aids on problems instead of helping people truly discover how to reclaim their health. I went back to school for holistic health, and I am here to help you discover your next step on your journey to whole health. Whole health is made up of body, mind, spirit, diet, and environment. Changes can be made in any of these areas to help you create better health. Each episode of this podcast will provide simple and true tips so that you could take action immediately. Let's dive in to today's topic. As I always say in my introduction, this podcast is for you if you're wondering if you might have Hashimoto's or thyroid problems, and it's for you if you have a genetic disposition towards having an autoimmune disease. Today, I'm answering a question from a listener, and it is specifically around that issue. She wrote to me saying that recently she received some results from 23andMe, and it revealed that she has an increased chance of Hashimoto's. So she's wondering, with this genetic predisposition, what's next? She said she doesn't feel normal, but she doesn't know if she needs to pursue getting thyroid medications. She would prefer to go the natural route if she can. I love getting questions. Sometimes I say that you could stop me on the street and ask me about pretty much anything health-related, and I can give you an answer and relate it to body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. Working in the emergency department for 17 years, you see everything, and you have to learn a little bit about everything. So I can answer most questions just off the top of my head. But when I get a question, I always think, is this true? Is this science-backed? Am I giving an answer that is is true, simple, and sustainable, and applicable for this particular person in this particular situation. Because I want to educate you to the best of my ability so that it can impact your life. So let's talk about your genes. Of course, we know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that every autoimmune condition has three things. And one of those things is a genetic component. So if you have that, then what? Well, know this. Your genetics is not your destiny. Your genes are not your destiny. Hear me loud and clear because a lot of people, they look at those results or they look at their family and they're like, huh, well, well, I guess I'm going to develop this. They just take it as a foregone conclusion. That's not true. Your genetics are not your destiny. So when I get a question from somebody, of course, I reflect on my own knowledge and how it can apply to that situation, to that person, and is it true, simple, and sustainable and helpful for them. But if there's any question in my mind about do I know the most up-to-date research, do I have enough information to answer this question fully, I go further. I did a reel recently on Instagram outlining how I was answering a specific question. And in that question, I pulled up my PDR for nutritional supplements. It's like a book about two inches thick. It's huge. I also pull up new information on PubMed and research studies. So that's one way I answer questions. Other times I consult an expert. And to answer this question about genetics, I asked my friend Sarah Harding. She has her doctorate in health psychology and a master's in nutrition and clinical psychology. 
She's super smart and I knew she could answer this question really well. Here is her answer. So the best way to explain how we can avoid becoming victims to our genetics is this. The presence of genes doesn't in and of itself dictate how our health and our life will go, okay? We have a loaded gun when we have the presence of cancer genes, for example, or any other type of disease genes. So yes, the gun has been loaded, but you can control if that trigger gets pulled by looking at your health and your health, um, like your lifestyle, okay? And that's where nutrigenomics comes in because many of us, we go and get these genetic tests and we decide that, oh my goodness, we must control ourselves and live in this really neurotic bubble. And I'm sorry, it is neurosis, right? <laughs> We're fixated on how we eat and how we live. However, you can still develop that disease. You can still pull the trigger on that gene even by living in your healthy bubble. And here's why. Sometimes our bodies are not producing enough um, antioxidants and enough mitochondria to deal with things that are attacking our bodies. So that's where nutrigenomics comes in. Nutra for nutrition, genomics for genes. So mixing key nutrients that can activate different pathways in our bodies, in our genes, to improve our health is the best way to go. And here's why. When you can take these key nutrients, and there's different forms of them available, when you take these key nutrients and they tell your body to do something, something positive, that is the most effective way to calm that gene down, that disease gene, and avoid the trigger from being pulled. Your genes are not your destiny. You have so much control. You've heard me talk about activation on this podcast before. I love how Sarah described the nutrigenomics component of activation. It's the same thing I've been talking about on multiple episodes. There are things you can do within your body. You can activate them with specific nutrients and with specific herbs. It's phenomenal. If you want to chat with both Sarah and I, pop over into Instagram or even better, send me a message on Telegram. I will include my Telegram link in the show notes below. Send me a message in Telegram and I can pop us into a chat with myself and Sarah and we can get your questions answered. The first thing you need to know when you get those results back from a genetic testing company is your genes are not your destiny. The second thing you need to know is that you do not need a diagnosis to start moving forward on your path to healing. Now, don't misunderstand me. A diagnosis can be super beneficial. What I am saying is that you can take your next step on your path to healing today. You don't have to wait for a diagnosis. You are the CEO of your own health. A doctor, a practitioner is a very valuable member of your team. They can offer guidance. They can give you a diagnosis. They can tell you, here are some medications or here are some labs or here are some things that I think would help. But ultimately, you are the CEO of your own health. So you can start today by doing things that will improve your health. I've already given you some episodes that relate to first steps that you can take. You can go back and listen to the first couple episodes. You can listen to the episodes on stress. You can listen to the episodes on foods that could be beneficial to remove from your diet. There's a lot of things that you can do that we've already addressed. But you know what? I have noticed that most of us already know the first thing we, quote, should be doing. It's the things that we already say. I can tell you that for decades before my diagnosis, I would always say I struggle with sleep. I don't struggle going to sleep. I don't struggle staying asleep. I struggle getting to bed. I'm a night owl. 
I worked in the emergency department from three in the afternoon until 3.30 in the morning and then had an hour drive home. That was my favorite shift. When I quit in the ER, I didn't change my sleeping patterns right away. But when you're working overnight, when you get home at 4.30 in the morning, uh, my husband, he knew that I was sleeping. Both of us have worked night shift since we got married. So we always have an understanding that when you're working, your night starts when you get home or when you go to bed and you get eight hours of sleep. It doesn't matter when that starts. So when I was working until 4.30 in the morning or didn't get home till 4.30 in the morning, I would go to bed around five and he would give me eight hours of sleep. Well, if it was my own choice to stay up until two or three in the morning, I didn't necessarily get that eight hours. I still needed to get up with the boys and I shorted myself on sleep. I knew for decades that I needed to work on sleep. It turns out that sleep was one of the triggers for my Hashimoto's. What is it for you? Is it your stress? Is it sleep? A lot of us, it's one of those two things. It could be your diet. It could be nutrients. It could be vitamin D. There are so many things that I mentioned in the triggers episode, which is episode number four, what can I take for Hashimoto's? You can listen to that one. But I really do find that most of us know what we need to do. Do you need to increase your vegetable intake? Do you need to decrease your sweets? I have an episode on balancing your blood sugar. It's important. It really is. There's a lot of things that you can do today that can start you on your path to health, even while you seek a diagnosis. So don't wait for a name to start healing. Start today. Start now. If you want to talk about this with me, I have opportunities for you to schedule a coaching session. Just go over to healthwithhashimotos.com and click the green get started button at the top. You can schedule your coaching session. I am not a doctor. I'm not going to diagnose you. I'm not going to recommend different supplements or things. We've already talked about activation. You know that it's important. We've already talked about vitamin D. You know it's important. I'm not giving you a prescription. When we do coaching together, I'm listening to your story and we're figuring out that next step together. I am not cutting your doctor out of the picture. You still need to seek a diagnosis if you think that medication might be right for you. If you want your lab work, those are important things. Like I said, the doctor is a valuable member of your healthcare team, but you are the CEO. You get to make the decision. I would love to be on your team as well as a health coach. I would love to help you uncover the number one thing you can do next to begin regaining your health because you don't need a diagnosis for that. If you have your genetic testing, awesome. Now you know that you have to work doubly hard at making sure that your gut is healthy. You need to work doubly hard at looking at all of those triggers and living a health style. But like Sarah said, don't get neurotic about it. You can't live in a bubble. Even if you did live in a bubble, you can still get sick. You have to embrace life as well. You have to live life. Genetic testing can give us a lot of information, but do not let it put you into a jail cell. You are not a prisoner to your genes. You have options and you have hope. You can take steps today so that you can have a healthier tomorrow. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 